0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shamiza. Asalaamu Alaikum and good morning. It's 10 o'clock, Monday, 10th of June, and you're listening to the Urban Cube with me, Shamiza, taking all the way up to 12 o'clock this morning across local surrounding areas and at Peterborough and Sheffield this morning. I hope you've had a fantastic weekend. I always ask that question Um, and you're having a great start to the week um, as always. It is uh, Monday, so this is a motivating show, hopefully, to inspire and um, get you engaged with uh, the creative stories and experiences of my guests this morning. Now, I'm joined by a local guest in the studio, inshallah, Who's um, extraordinary in her passion for uh, creative engagement? Uh, She has a science background, um, but is now exploring, mentoring, mentoring, um, and inspiring women across the town through her organization. There, she is one of the co founders and the e chairperson. Of which is called Women Connecting Women. So we're going to be finding out who this fantastic woman is on the show very, very shortly. Now, as always, the Urban Cube is about connecting with listeners. So we'd love you to get involved with any of the conversations that we're having this morning. And the conversations will be about inner and outer beauty. Yep, inner and outer beauty. Um, And the reason why I'm I'm talking about this topic is because my guest in the studio this morning, who will be joining me very, very shortly, is a makeup artist, a professional makeup artist who is also very passionate about um, nutrition and well-being and has a science background too. She's a former biomedical, well, she's worked in the biomedical field. So she's going to be giving some very interesting career advice and tips as well. So the question I'd like to ask you guys this morning is what makes a person beautiful? What is it that makes a person beautiful? And um, and uh, if you'd like, if you have the answer, then please do share that with me on 07779481822. On 07779481822. On the show this morning, I'm also going to be catching up with Brother Tarek. Now, the reason why we're doing that, I seem to be doing that every session, every show, is because we, I want to find out what the Inspire FM Eid fun affair, um the outcome of that was. Did you attend the Inspire FM Eid fair? Um if you did, well we want to hear from you. What did you think? Did you want um you know would you come back to a the E Inspire Fem Eid Fun Fair. If we had another one next year, um, and if so, why would you? Now, Brother Tarek would love, and the Inspire Fem team would love to find out what your thoughts are on that, because there's a survey that will be um, that is go- that is digitally being sent round. We'd love to find your thoughts on the actual event, and if you went down, what what made it a, a lovely family event for you? Please do share your thoughts. Um, I went. I had a great time. The reason why I had a great time because... I came back with change in my pocket. That's what it was all about. I was able to bring some money back home. It was quite a. It was the first time I've ever been to an event where I've been able to actually afford the rides um, with the children. So I was I was able to actually make sure that the children that I my children that they had at least four or five rides that they could sit on, and we came back with change as well, which was great. So yes, Inspire FM did say they were going to make it affordable, and they did. Um And that's my that's my experience and it was an absolutely wonderful wonderful event i got to meet so many people um uh, wonderful day to get together and the weather was lovely as well um yeah so it was a lovely lovely day but they're my words i want to find out what you guys thought um if you enjoyed it tell me why Uh, contact us on 7779 9481822 brother Tarrett will be joining me very very shortly to share to share um, the outcome, outcome of that event, um, I'll, I'll be quite interested to know how many people turned up and uh, and what people's thoughts were. So, looking forward to that, folks. The show is the Urban Cube. Uh, it's Monday, tenth of June. Four minutes past 10 and uh, on the show this morning I'm joined by a local professional freelance makeup artist who's also worked in the NHS for the last 12 years um, she is she is an exceptional mother um, wife and Creative. She is a former biomedical scientist and presently she is uh, working, as I've already mentioned, as a makeup artist, educator, and mentor. Um, And she's also the co founder and currently the vice chairperson of Women Connecting Women. Now, Women Connecting Women, you may have heard about on the show. Um, We've had some great guests, females across Luton uh, and from all walks of life, participating in this really interesting collective of women to inspire and to motivate them to engage, share their stories and also enable the next generation of women or young girls um aspirations inshallah so they're having an event that's happening um on the 21st of june the friday 21st of june at um i believe it's crescent hall luton which it is from 6 30 to 9 p.m and the event is all about health fitness and nutrition so we'll be speaking to Khalida and why um this event needs to be attended by the women across luton and what we can expect from that now folks on today's uh, today's question I'm asking on the show is is quite linked to health fitness and um nutrition or beauty really um, I'm asking you what makes somebody beautiful what is it that makes somebody beautiful if you know what the uh, if you've got the answer to the golden question contact us on 07779481822, and I'd also love to know where you're calling in from today or contacting us um, I used to get a lot of whatsapp messages but they seem to be running dry and I don't know why that is do, tell, do get in contact tell me that you're listening and would love to find out if you are now now, the show is on Facebook Live as well. You can um, contact, leave a comment on the Facebook page, Inspire FM Facebook. We're also repeating the show at 8 pm. The app is available and also web too. Now, at the end of the show, we also have a, um, a podcast which is uploaded. So any of the conversation that has been missed, you get a chance to listen to it too. Um, Been looking at a lot of the press lately, and it's been very, very interesting after Ramadan, mashallah. Um, and whilst Ramadan, the stories of uh Muslims and how and and how they've entered uh the headlines, mashallah. And somebody that has really really made the headlines is no other than a mo um, so oh, oh gosh. Hold on a minute. I've just lost my trail of thought then. Mo Salah. Um, Mo Salah has uh, really, really made his mark in the world of football, but also really made a difference when it comes to combating Islamophobia. Mashallah. It has been, I read somewhere that, you know, he has actually helped, helped reduce the amount of Islamophobic attacks in Liverpool single handedly. That the fact um, through his. Uh, uh, you know, work with, as a footballer with Liverpool, playing um and it's been extraordinary extraordinary to find that find out about that now another article that i came across um in the metro was really quite quite intriguing and it was it said that muslims have to be as exceptional as most Salah not to be discriminated against not to be discriminated against and this is quite an intriguing article and this is something i'm going to be kind of talking um to you guys and my guests as well um, in the studio this morning. Do you have to be an exceptional Muslim, okay, not to be discriminated against? Now, when I talk about exceptional Muslims, it's mostly Muslims in the media. For example, Nadia Hussain, we've got um, Mo Salah. Um, Those are two extraordinary Talented individuals. You've got Riz Ahmed, another exceptional Muslim uh, who's doing extraordinarily well in in the acting world, and you know, and they're quite exceptional, exceptional. But they've been accepted by the by greater society, nationally and internationally as well for the role that they play in their fields. Um, yeah. So that's the question I'm asking as well on this on this morning show. Do you have to be an as exceptional as Mo Salah, not to be discriminated against. Um, so interesting point there. Folks, it is the Urban Cube. It's nine minutes past 10, Monday, 10th of June. And you're listening to Misha Miser on the Urban Cube, taking it all the way up to 12 o'clock this morning. In the show, uh, On the show this morning, I'm joined by a local creative who's making her mark, internationally. I'm going to say internationally because she does have a grand following on um, on social media for the exceptional, exceptional um, creativity. A creativity that uh, she's, she's got magic in her hands. Um, and it's not just the world of makeup. She's also somebody who's had 12 years of um, experience as a biomedical scientist as well, martial art in the NHS. And now she is uh, doing extraordinarily well as an educator and a mentor. She's the co-founder and presently the chairperson of a very, very exciting and and very much needed aspiring organization called women connecting women um who am i talking about it's no other than Halida Ahmed assalamu alaykum, halida. alaikum
1: halida how are you this morning i'm very well thank you thank you so much for having me i know it's an, it's
0: absolutely wonderful to have you Halida and thank you so very much for joining me how have you coped with Eid are you still you know c- uh, getting
1: over all the festivity yes um we're recovering still <laughs> oh sorry uh, there you go what? so recovering coming, yeah. so uh, what was Eid like it was amazing it was nice family mm-hmm. family and food oh that's what
0: it's all about yeah. what more do you need
1: family food and fashion that's it and <laughs> totally feasting 100% yeah oh my goodness yes
0: <laughs> it's all about about the feasting um, but we're going to be talking beyond feasting and how to recover from feasting because you have an exciting event happening with women and um, connecting women yes. which is all about health fitness nutrition yes. and well-being yes. something that you're quite passionate about and we're going to be talking about very very shortly so looking forward to that um i want to ask you you're somebody that's quite very well in tuned with um fashion makeup as an inter- well a celebrity makeup artist you've had a very very successful career in the media um cover cover of magazines um like videos television you name it you've mm-hmm. done it you're up there doing it <laughs> so what i, I want to find out like what the question i'm asking the listeners this morning is what makes beauty
1: what is it that makes somebody beautiful I don't think it's just external, mm-hmm. if I'm honest with you. I think it's all about bringing out your internal beauty. Mm. You know, if you're confident, um, if you're happy, smiling, you know, it's not just about your exterior. Because someone could look totally beautiful on the outside, but if the inside doesn't match, mm. all of a sudden that person to you might not look as beautiful as you first initially thought yeah you know yeah yeah. so uh, it's a bit of everything but you know makeup is an amazing thing I have to say (laughs) I love makeup I live and breathe makeup it's not a bad thing it's all about enhancing what you have yeah and you know know?
0: what and you're good at it and I think one thing that does stand out is enhancing what you have it's not you know there is this thing about overdoing it are you some but you say
1: enhancing so what does enhancing mean in your
0: world of makeup
1: well for me I just look at someone's face and I kind of see the contours of their face see what works for them what doesn't Mm. work for them I ask them what it is they like about their features what they want to kind of Mm. maybe hide a little bit if if that's the right word and then I kind of work um knowing that you Mm. know and then kind of put my vision in there and I kind of create a look that I think is going to be perfect for them Mm. and more often than not when people come to me they know what it is they're going to get they know my style Mm. it's all about enhancing it's it's more of a natural Mm -hmm. feel more than a a mask you know there Mm. are you know don't get me wrong there are a lot of um talented artists out there but everyone had their own style okay um but i'd like to think i've put my style and my stamp Uh in lutein and In Luton, I think not just nationally,
0: but globally as well, my dear. Um, Folks in the studio, I'm joined by no other than Halida Ahmed, who is a very notable professional freelance makeup artist who has a very grand portfolio from working on the covers of magazines and very well-known established magazines to television, from Catwalk and bridal as well. And this is not an advertisement for her makeup, people, (laughs) I promise you, Um, because it's not just about makeup. we're talking about we're talking about internal beauty as well and one thing that she's very passionate about is education and mentoring um 12 years and working in the nhs as a biomedical scientist mashallah Mm. i would never have known that that's like a little secret you've hidden away (laughs) so you know when we think of makeup artists we just automatically assume that is it because they've got nothing else to do but i'm noticing um there's a lot of very, very smart, exceptionally bright women leading and paving the industry, like there's another local makeup artist who's actually a solicitor, but she decided to hang up the gown and the cape or the cap, whatever it's called, and um pick up the the makeup brushes. What made you decide to change this?
1: There was a lot of uh, things really, yeah, there's a lot of things really um but um first and foremost you know i for me, I've always wanted to get into a career where I knew I would be helping in some way, so mm-hmm. there would be some sort of reward from it. Um, and when I was a biomedical scientist, I loved it. I, I specialised in haematology, mm. so um, I think the department that I loved most, there's a, you know, a few departments within that area, but I loved blood transfusion because <laughs> I think as a one... Yeah, I, see, I know that sounds crazy <laughs> sounds crazy. We to have me. a vampire <laughs> in the studio, people. <laughs> Did you just say you like, like? I enjoyed it there because. Just talking about it is not giving me like having goosebumps. Um, no, only because. I know, it's really weird, isn't it? You know, you, you wouldn't really put beauty and uh, blood in the same <laughs> sentence, would you? But um, no, I, I think it's more because in that area, you're making the biggest impact on a patient's life. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, you, a blood transfusion. It's life-saving, isn't it? Of course it? it is, yeah. You know, so mm. I just felt that was really, yeah, that impact and just being able to help someone. You know, I'm, I'm very passionate about it, as you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> Halida, um, for views, I don't know if Facebook Live is on, you've just got quite emotional just talking
0: about that. You've not even gone into detail, but it's really impacted you. So yeah. lives have been saved, Yeah. I'm assuming, um, in your, yeah, it's in been, your work.
1: Um, it's been very
0: rewarding. MashaAllah. mashallah. Mashallah. <laughs> folks in the studio with me um i'm joined by an extraordinary guest a local um lady who i'm i follow whose work i followed for many a year and so alhamdulillah it's an absolute pleasure to have her in the studio and sharing her passion of giving from working in the field of biomedical science in an area. Um, how would you describe hemoglobin? Hematology. Hematology. Yes. Hematology. Yes. And that is about blood transfusions and saving people's yeah. lives to now educating and mentoring women to build on their aspiration yeah. as the co-chairperson and founder, co-founder of the women. um Women Connecting Women yeah. project, which we're going to be talking very, very shortly about. But, um, Halada, I'm going to come back to you yeah. and talk to you about the work that you've done as a biomedical scientist. You worked 12 <laughs> years in the NHS, mm-hmm. mashallah. Okay. Um, now you've talked about blood transfusions and mm. blood donors in the Muslim community. Mm. Is there enough people coming forward? Because I know there's been... um there's been call outs yeah. and but there is a lack of um blood donors from the South Asian community I
1: I I do agree with you you know I I don't think there's enough said about it and obviously I'm not an expert in mm. this field by the Nor way am I. you know but I think there's a lot more that can be done you mm. know like I think it's a big deal because if you think about it just it's a small gesture really mm-hmm. G- giving a pint of blood it's a small gesture but it can have the biggest impact on someone's yeah. life it, you know and it can and we
0: we take that yeah. for granted we take really that for granted yeah, and right. um i know that a y- uh, two years ago there was uh, a call out for yeah. blood donors from the south asian community because yeah. of um certain types of bloods that are quite unique um yeah. blood groups um and which was really quite fascinating and i've all and i know like Luton six from college they had a uh, an afternoon where the blood bank came and sort of you know spoke to the yeah. young people and introduced yeah. them to what this is yes. um and and a lot of misconceptions was the fact that young people felt like oh my gosh they're going to get ill because if they lose a pint of blood yeah. how's that going to be replaced
1: um is it going to make them tired will it hurt yes. so, so what what I think there just needs to be a bit more education, Right. to be fair. Just educate the young, not just the young, adults. Not mm, everyone mm, really knows what it's mm. all about. Some people even don't think they're allowed to do it.
0: Of course, yeah. But
1: they are allowed to do okay. it, Okay. You know? When you say allowed, is that
0: Islamically? Is I there th- any prohibitions?
1: Not that I'm aware okay. of, you know? Because how I see it is anything that's going to help prolong someone's life, isn't, mm. that, isn't that a good thing? Yes, mashallah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, in my mind anyway, uh-huh. uh, you know, like I'm not, you know, a religiously, you know, I'm not, um, uh, again, an expert on that topic. Of course. But I, I do feel if, if someone's not well, um, if we can help someone, if someone's got cancer, needs a blood transfusion, it's going to save their lives. What's wrong, mm-hmm. really, with mm-hmm. being able to help, you know, all you have to do is test test yourself, see if you're compatible. It's not hard. It really isn't. It's just um it's an amazing gift to give. It really is.
0: Now we do have, um, from what I gather, I don't know exactly where the location is, but I know that Central Luton Library, just around the corner from there, there's mm. like there was there was the signs about mm. blood donors. Yeah. Um, is that still? Is that just an advert, or I, is that where the? Op- I
1: actually don't know. I'm going to be honest is. with you okay. because obviously I've I've kind of left the biomedical scientist. <laughs> yes, it's, it's long time ago now. Wow. Over a decade ago, wow, I left it. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, and what? Actually, you, you were asking me one of the reasons I sadly had to leave. And it's not really sad. I feel there's things happen at certain moments in your life Mm. that that are meant to happen. You have a natural progression in life. Mm -hmm. That was something I could do because I was more of a spinster. I was, you know, I was able to do night shifts. I was like Ah. literally the queen of on-call. And then things evolve. You know, I got married, I had young ones and it was like, I can't, you can't really do on-call and be there as a mum at the same time. It's just you can't be superwoman. And I was for a while, I'm not going to lie. For the first year of my um, firstborn's life, I was a superwoman. I was doing it all. Second one came and it was like, I don't think I can do this now. And, you know, I, I reluctantly had to leave. I say reluctantly... I had other things in the pipeline. Mm, it was mm, a question of juggling it all and right. seeing what I could do with my time. Um, and
0: yeah. you've been quite honest about saying that, you know, what well, it, it became a little bit difficult because I feel that there's yeah. a lot of pressure on, say, yeah. professional... You mm-hmm. called yourself a spinster, as in, like, you I weren't was, married. I was at the time, You, no. um, you weren't <laughs> married then, you, were, um, you weren't You were married, but mashallah, you're mm. married now. You've got two mm. gorgeous little girls and a very supportive husband, mashallah. <laughs> very. Um, and Can
1: uh, I shout out to my husband? Of course you can. Mabs, I'm shouting you out. (laughs) Uh, He's my number one supporter. And really, I I think um, if I didn't have that support from loved ones, you know, it'd be harder to have been able to accomplish the things that I've accomplished. So big shout out. (laughs) no thank you for doing that and i think it's such a
0: pleasure when we hear you know husbands and wives shouting out and, and and sharing their you know passion um their work but also embracing the fact that you know Working as a couple is teamwork, 100%. and without support of your husband or your wife, then 100%. things don't go as collectively as as well as you'd like yeah, it to go.
1: It's true. It, mm-hmm. It's it is teamwork. It's compromise. It's you know communication more than compromise. Mm. I think because it is everything's ever evolving. Every mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 you know your life evolves. you you know you have a you're a teenager and you you, you know that you do teenage things. Uh-huh. You grow up. You're you know you're in your twenties. You do things in your twenties. You grow up you're in your 30s in your 40s you know you have little chapters in your life uh-huh. that mold you yes. you know so I feel like that was that chapter I'm now in another chapter uh-huh. and I'm going to be going into another chapter and I want to see if I can amalgamate a few things um you know and help people you know it's very important to help people I feel like I reached what I wanted to mm-hmm. and now it's about continuing to do that continuing mm-hmm. to you know um enjoy what you passionately you know do you know yeah. um but at the same time be able to help people you know you know I I you know I had that little transition into makeup as you were saying and then all of a sudden it was like wow boom like I did not expect the level of success alhamdulillah that I got and um you know and I just I, I had goals to achieve in my head I was like right this is next that's next that's next so and you had you know, a plan I did. and you stuck I to that plan i did and I it's did. really
0: interesting because you're quite strate- you're a strategic thinker and is that because of your scientific background um maybe because everything is quite logic and, yeah. and methodical methodical you know? that's the word yeah. methodical has th- that helped? i think i
1: had to <laughs> yes i think you have to be you have to be a, you have to be organized I'm, I'm not i can't even uh, admit to this I, I i'm not the most organized of people but you have to be you have to become organized right. you have to plan you have to give yourself deadlines uh-huh. that's the important thing deadlines if you can work to a deadline you know you can accomplish it Fantastic. you don't give yourself a deadline you yeah. can go for years and say yeah I'll do it I'll do it so these you skills know? um yeah. were they taught to you by
0: your family or did you learn them as you because you talked about you've talked about chapters mm. each stage you had to learn about yourself yeah. um and we change don't we we never stay the same and in, even in a marriage, each decade oh. brings out a different person. Yes. And this is where we need to be very honest with ourselves yes. and our husbands. Yes. Um, that this is like, ex- this is what you're going to have to expect. Yeah. And I think that should be part of like a talk before the Nagar. <laughs> uh, yes. yes. Now we're heading over to a break, folks. I'm still going to be joined with Al. We're having some great conversations about... <laughs> Life, organising, marriage, chapters, it's all happening. (laughs) Internal, external beauty and so much more. We're also going to be catching up with Brother Tarek to find out about the Inspire Femme Eid event. Did you go,
1: Khalida? Did you get a chance to go? I didn't, I'm sorry. Did you hear about it? I did hear a lot about it. I had friends um, that I know that were part of it. Fantastic. It was a good event.
0: Brilliant. And we're going to find out how good the event was from Brother Tariq after the break. We're heading over to a break, folks. Um, after the break, do join us for some more creative conversations on the Urban Cube with myself and the very fabulous Halida, who's in the studio right now. So join me straight after this. Assalamualaikum. Alaikum.
2: As-salamu Alaikum, everyone. This is Brother Maharzain. For my latest news and updates, join me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. As-salamu.
0: Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shemaisa Good morning and assalamualaikum. It's ten thirty and Monday, tenth of June, and you're listening to Shemaisa taking you all the way up to twelve o'clock. On oh, where else? Inspire FM, of course. The Urban Sh- Cube is the show that you are catching right now. It's a show that celebrates creative creativity um, and inspiring conversations with creatives across Luton and nationally as well. Now I've had I have the great pleasure of speaking to a local. Um, creative from uh, the heart of Luton Town in the studio this morning. She is an extraordinary woman with so many different, different, different uh, interests and passions and uh, jobs. I'm going to say lots of jobs as well. (laughs) So uh, the lady I'm speaking about is no other than Halida Ahmed. Halida Worked for 12 years as a biomedical scientist in the NHS. She then moved on to develop her passion for makeup artistry. And she's no ordinary makeup artist. She's, mashallah, has an exceptional portfolio as being uh, one of the leading uh, professional freelance makeup artists i i'm going to say because um i've followed your career <laughs> halida um from working in the main mainstream um bridal magazines to television Um, And not just working with South Asian uh, clientele and brides, but also um, sort of Western and non-Asian as well too. So her work has kind of transcended from not just looking at internal, uh, sorry, external beauty, but also internal. And she's now focusing on education and mentoring. And uh, her passion has now taken her towards working uh, as the co-chair the co-founder and chairperson at the moment for Women Connecting Women. I'm the vice chairperson. Vice chairperson. Yes. I got to get it right, haven't I? <laughs> I got to get that right. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll work you up there. <laughs> we'll work you up there. Um Holiday is in the studio and we're going to be talking to her about so many things it's been such an extraordinary conversation that i've had with you earlier on and just listening Mm -hmm. to you has been so inspiring thank you so much Oh thank
1: you so much you're so kind and you know that was an amazing introduction (laughs) i feel i don't feel worthy thank you really so much honestly i'm blushing if anyone could see me now (laughs) oh bless
0: you but it doesn't um, stop there because you're also somebody who's passionate about property development as well and it seems that there is nothing that you haven't like you know been you're engaged with involved with and this is something that i'm quite intrigued to find out about because women and property development de- development and investment is mm-hmm. seems to be a growing thing now and we're seeing a lot more south asian women taking the lead in this area um
1: so from makeup brushes to <laughs> property development where did that come from um do you know what I think? I'd say we were accidental landlords my husband mm-hmm. and I. We lived in London um for a short while um when we were newly married. Um and I think that's when we realized that property is a really good um way of not just helping yourselves financially mm-hmm. but being able to help others mm-hmm. get on to the property ladder, you know? And like I was saying with everything, I always want to be able to You know, help. Mm -hmm. So um, we realised that was a perfect way. You know, like why can't you have a passion and help at the same time? You know, and feel a reward. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really what it was from. We we um, we moved out of London and we let out our property and realised that actually this is a really good way. Of investing mm-hmm. for your future mm-hmm. and being able to help other people as well, mm-hmm. you know, we we had um, a young couple then move into our apartment, and um, they were, you know, they were struggling to get onto the property ladder, and they had to, they had no, um, you know, choice but to rent, and that, you know, what that is pretty much the story of everyone's life at the moment. It is, and it's quite, it's quite, so, it's yeah. quite concerning because you're a mother with
0: two gorgeous daughters, mashallah, and. Does it concern you that will your children be able to get onto the property ladder? Now, you're already, obviously, what you have, you will hand on to your children. So, Mm. alhamdulillah, there's a security there. But there's going to be lots of parents who are going to be concerned about whether their children are able to have... Yeah. that privilege yes. because back in the day like you know a good 20 years ago you could be 21 graduate mm-hmm. get a job yeah. put an installment down yeah. for a deposit and mm-hmm. get your feet on the property ladder
1: yeah i mean the average person they say statistically speaking you're not until you're in your 30s before you can wow. afford your own home these days wow. that that's how um expensive it is mm-hmm. now and mm-hmm. how difficult it is a lot of people do rent before they can get to that you know Um, And that's a
0: lot of money that you're splashing out in renting because a lot of mortgages are, the installments per month are less than rent. And rent seems to be extortionate in certain parts of the country.
1: Actually... I hear what you're saying there, but actually it's a lot more to fork out for stamp duty okay. and to buy a house right. and a deposit. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's cheaper in the long term to rent. Mm-hmm. You know, we even considered it, you know, before, you know, we bought ours. It's actually a lot cheaper because I'll tell you why. You, you, you're Most people that rent, they're working. Mm-hmm. And so then, you know, they, they have a small portion of their wage that goes on the the accommodation. Mm -hmm. However, if they were looking to buy a property, they would have to save and save and save to get Mm -hmm. a large chunk to be able to make that mortgage a little less because Mm -hmm. you put down part, obviously, you know how it works, you know, Mm -hmm. you put down a small deposit and then the remaining is a mortgage, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're paying that every month. Um, And in order to just have your own property, have a space that you really enjoy this is why people Mm. rent because they'd rather you know where else they're going to live otherwise you're either living with your parents or living with family Mm -hmm. or you have your own space and a lot of
0: young people are actually people there is now articles i've read saying that you know uh, people are living with their parents up until the age of 40 because they
1: can't afford. I've read those articles too,
0: yeah. Which is quite surprising, but this is the way of the world at the moment and, unfortunately, affordability.
1: It's true, you know, and actually, having said that, there's a lot of countries, it is... um, they rent you know they okay. live in apartments you know and that's the thing apart you know flats they can't see themselves in a the house they've always you know lived in an apartment and and paid rent and that's how they've lived and that's what they know and that's what they enjoy okay and why you know if that's what they want there's you know there's always um something for everyone mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um so you know i think you know with 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 that in mind um uh, thank you with that in mind um you know why not um help those that want to do it that way you know mm-hmm. you know now, so.
0: normally landlords have a bit of a oh they're yeah. they're not uh, N- there's been a locked. bit of negative press yes yes <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you say that and there has I been haven't... some rule changes in the law yes. for landlords um, yes. uh, and what has that change meant for
1: tenants and for landlords well, you Is there know, enough protection for tenants and landlords? Because- I think it's be- becoming fairer for everyone. Okay, you know, I think when it comes to this, there should be a win-win for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you you know, as a, it should all be ethically done. Yeah. You know, not you know, not, I can't talk for other people. I can only really talk for myself. For me. Um, ethics is up there. Okay. You know, you need to do things in the right way. Mm-hmm. Feel feel that you're actually helping, that you're doing a good thing and just feel that you can sleep well at night. So what, you know? what is it
0: that you... What is ethical as a landlord?
1: To make it affordable. Okay. To make it affordable. You know, don't, you know... Add an extra 100, 200. Yeah, unfairly. Okay. You know, don't think of it as a money-making scheme. Think about it as a, okay, fair but enough. But that's what landlords,
0: you know, this is one of the reasons why landlords do what they're doing because it's about quick, it easy is, money. But
1: you've got to think about the other side as well. Mm. What are you providing for this family? You know, we, we've got um, tenants actually, bless them, they actually want to, how I see, when I, t- when I have someone, a mm. tenant, I want them to feel like this is their home. Okay. You know, don't worry about me. This is your home. You look after it the way you would Mm -hmm. your own home, the way I would want to live in. That's very trusting because the the stories that I hear
0: of the damage that's done to certain properties and the upkeep.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to have that understanding. And, and I think you have to vet the people as well okay. that, that come mm-hmm. into your property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been lucky in that we've had the chance to actually talk to our tenants, you know, mm. before they moving, just to know that we're in synergy with each other. Mm-hmm. We, we know what they want, they know what we want, and we have a mutual understanding you know, mm-hmm. and the way that we do up our houses, we do it really nicely. So and we what's want the them no-no feel- no
0: for you, um for a tenant coming in?
1: Are they allowed to paint the walls like magenta? Or- <laughs> no, they Within reason, they can do whatever wow. to be, you know, because at the end of the day, it's their home, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't want to, okay, don't damage the place, but you know, keep it as you would mm-hmm. as you know as a nice space as possible and i'm happy with that you know just make sure it's not damaged you know just clean up mm-hmm. after yourself you know things like that you know we'll, we'll every year make sure there's a maintenance mm-hmm. that happens yeah. so that it's a really nice space for them to live in yeah. if there's anything that needs repairing we'll get onto that as soon as mm-hmm. possible you know that's our responsibility
0: talking about yeah. houses and accommodation and safety yeah. um it brings me sadly to a story that i saw on social media about bar the flats embarking. There was a humongous fire mm. uh, that ripped through three floors. Alhamdulillah, no casualties. Alhamdulillah. But I don't know if you saw that on social media. This, the fire was blazing. I
1: saw something this morning. And this yeah. was
0: greedy developers not putting the right fire safety standards yeah. in the property. And once again, we've we've seen another flat in um, across London, Grenfell. Our thoughts are still no, with Grenfell. I'm, we still haven't still that people are still coming to terms with with, with that mm. it's a year on since the Grenfell yeah. fires um, uh, and um and prayers for the lives that have lost and the families who are still grieving mm. but no positive outcome really in um from that unfortunately
1: yeah. <sighs> i can't speak mm. for them and it's really sad and yeah. you know this is my thing about ethics mm. when you're going to do something do it ethically of course don't just be greedy as you said mm-hmm. it's not about for me you know I can't do that I know I, I'm not mm-hmm. a person that can do that it's for me for me it's all about being able to help the other person and for them to you know a mutual understanding yeah. you know there's so many people that need homes there's a shortage of homes you know if we as landlords can help those people get into a home mm-hmm. we're doing a good thing for the community Alhamdulillah. I mean
0: affordability know? is definitely uh mm-hmm. something that yeah. is being felt across the country mm-hmm. and Austerity, austerity is yeah. really impacting people's lives. And this is where I'm going to go over to mm. Brother Tarek, who's in the studio. Now, affordability was the campaign that um, Inspire FM linked very, very nicely to um, the project of the Inspire FM Fun Fair for Eid. And it, the whole purpose of this fair was to make sure that families could afford Eid. Um, Tariq? Salaam <laughs> alaikum. Wa alaikum salaam. Now... Wow, it's over, the fun fair. It is. How, how are you feeling?
2: <laughs> tired, exhausted, to be honest. I haven't actually uh, kind of recuperated as well as I thought. Uh, I'm still, I'm not sure if you guys are feeling this uh, due to doing the Seri show during uh, Ramadan and then the Rise and Shine show. Uh, I'm still, my body's kind of still adapting to, you uh, st- going to sleep at night. I wake up at odd hours uh, thinking that I should, my body should be awakened. Uh, Ramadan was, to be honest, I didn't know from day to night. It was just literally like a... A twenty-four hour shift. Kind of you thing. were
0: slept in one of the studios. I did. There were <laughs> children that came in who just wanted to see. Where does Brother Tariq stay? That's where we stay. It was like a rabbit hutch. It
2: was. It, <laughs> it was difficult. Uh, it's, it was a long month. Uh, Mashallah. So yeah. like, it, it went by so quick. To be honest, uh, but it was. It was. It was difficult. It was long. Uh, but Alhamdulillah, again this year, it was even more difficult for the planning of Inspire Eid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the concept itself literally came from a conversation. To be honest, in February, where we speaking to a sister and she was saying. Uh, she was a social worker who said uh, we would love to do Eid gifts for children who are in care and uh, this is something that I mean I'd love to do is this something that Inspire can support with and I said well of course Uh, and we we, we, in the conversation were further to say there's a number of people out there families out there who are struggling to such an extent where on the day of Eid they would prefer to send their children to school because they don't have the finances to give them a good time on Eid and I thought that's I mean Mm -hmm. that's that's horrendous out there If, if someone has to send their children to school on the day of Eid, when the schools themselves give you a day off, just because they think they'll probably have more fun at school, uh, I said, to them, something's not right, quite right about that. And if there's something we can do about it. Uh, and then we started talking about doing some sort of event on the day of Eid. Uh, Inspired from tradition, we used to do the Eid Festival, which was the weekend of following Eid mm-hmm. uh, in Dunstable Downs. And uh, we've been doing that for about maybe, I think, six, seven years. Right. Uh, and Alhamdulillah, it was a very, very popular event. But again, it wasn't on the day of Eid. That was when families wanted to celebrate. That was when families wanted to... Because Eid is on the day of Eid, you can do what? How many? You know, ten events on the weekend. So this uh, is quite
0: an ambitious project. It to was to do it on Eid, not knowing whether people are going to turn up or not.
2: It was. It was. It was a very. Uh, it was. It was different, to be honest. And uh, the the biggest problem I had, uh, I hadn't really organised anything on Eid before, uh, and so it was a situation where, whenever I was making a booking, I was saying to people, "We want this booked for the day of Eid," and they were saying, "Well, fine. When do you want to do the booking?" And I was saying, "Well, it could possibly be Tuesday, maybe Wednesday," mm-hmm. and they were like, "Okay." but how can and then all, the, the other problem was we were doing because we were trying to cater for a two-day event to cater for if there was either going he was going to be on, on two different days i was saying it's either going to be tuesday wednesday or wednesday thursday mm-hmm. so they were saying well you need to tell us which day because we can't book staff for three days just on you and, and when do you decide i decide monday about seven o'clock in the evening <laughs> for them yeah. to decide whether they're going ahead on, on tuesday or not so it was one of those uh, things where to be honest Organising things uh, in this manner was extremely difficult. Something completely new to myself.
0: But you did it. But We did. And the turnout, Tullers what it, it was, was like it you. was
2: phenomenal it was absolutely amazing uh, the first day unfortunately we had a bit of rain mm-hmm. uh, from the from the onset from about 12 to about 4 o'clock when it cleared up after 4 uh, it was completely packed until we well we were supposed to close at 8 the fun fair rise didn't actually officially close till I think just after half past 8 because they were saying there were so many people waiting on right. queues and stuff and they didn't want to send them away uh, it was completely packed the second day Alhamdulillah absolutely beautiful day the weather was amazing and uh, we, we've had various different uh, numbers uh, from various so we, we asked a food stall food store holders what do you think the numbers were like the fun fair rides and a combined effort we've, we're coming to the round about the, the kind of a uh, number of 15,000 saying there was around about 15,000 people over the two 15,
0: days 000. People. That's amazing. Exactly. That's a lot That's of people really living in Luton. <laughs> that
2: is a lot of people. And to be honest, uh, I, I think that the, the project itself has got a lot of scope to be a lot bigger. Okay. And to I'm be sure. honest, one thing that I was thinking, and again, uh, I'm sure you might have read the article which we've posted over the weekend, around fifteen thousand smiles. And you think to yourself, and again, I was, I was having a conversation with yourself off air prior to the show about children who are actually getting Eid money, for example, mm-hmm. of five, maybe ten pounds. And now that ten pounds. Could potentially be I mean, Enough for you to go on 10 different rides Because yeah. every single ride was a pound each And and children were absolutely loving it So again yeah. Funfair Riders were saying Majority of the children weren't coming on the ride once They were coming on the same rides If they liked it Two yeah. or three times in fact Because they could afford to do so See
0: I came home with change In, in my Allah. pocket So when, great. When's the last time that's happened <laughs> That never
2: happens <laughs> Exactly So to be honest It's literally a situation where to think uh, Eid, Eid is supposed to be fun Eid is oh. supposed to be with, yeah. about children it's, about, it's meant to be about family And it's about people smiling. And (laughs) so, did
0: you meet that target? Then did so? Have you met the target? The target was to make sure every child should smile on Eid. Has that been accomplished?
2: I think so. I think so. For every child that attended the event, uh, they did smile, and I'm sure they left with a smile. And I think one of the key things I think uh, it was actually yourself who actually mentioned this uh, a few weeks back when uh, when we actually spoke. And that word has just stuck in my mind. I'm thinking to myself when you said. Eid is a pressure for many families And you think mm. to yourself SubhanAllah There's many words you would like to relate Regarding Eid of happiness and family And all sorts of things Pressure shouldn't be one of them And yeah. unfortunately if it is Then there needs to be something That we need to do about this And you I think see, Alhamdulillah
0: I saw um, a social media post By um, somebody by uh, 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 there's Somebody from Birmingham Who posted something He, sa- he sent a greeting to his followers He's, And he said that You know what well, um, Eid is a gift from Allah Subhanahu Wa ta'ala. It's a gift And I just found that such an exceptional thing, the fact that he's described it as being a gift, and it is a gift. Of course. um, And we should treat it as a gift, but then having gift and pressure are two words that should not go together exactly
2: exactly and to be honest it's, uh, th- there are families out there who unfortunately like you said will find eid just an additional pressure just mm-hmm. as generally you would think birthdays for example mm-hmm. may be a pressure for many families other celebrations are a pressure because you've got to you know, think about the clothes mm-hmm. uh, think about the food and all sorts of things and in inviting guests and stuff and and if eid is a, is a situation where you're thinking uh, buying clothes for the children and, and the food and stuff is, is a pressure enough but then them wanting to go to a fun fair because also if they've heard about it they'll their the children they want to go that's a tradition
0: now it seems exactly. that kids want to that's the one thing that they look forward to
2: exactly so to be honest if, we, if we're if we able to take that pressure off those families mm. and they're able to come and enjoy themselves and a majority of the families like you said can literally come down with 10 pounds mm. even if they've got a couple of children they can mm. still go on 2-3 rides each mm. and still go home with some change and to be honest if if every family is left smiling on the day of Eid because they don't have that financial pressure then Alhamdulillah I think that it, 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 was, it was I think it was definitely uh, uh, successful in the sense as we well, over 15,000 people and every single person I spoke to have literally said you know what this is a long time coming Luton needed this and this is amazing for the community Mashallah. so inshallah so I hope and next? pray it will get
0: what are you now inviting listeners to do those people that attended the event how can they support the next Inspire either event if there is to be one
2: yeah there's, there's two things initially firstly is obviously it was our first event so it was it was I mean, many uh, lessons to be learned uh, from, from the event itself uh, one thing we're asking the listeners is from a user's perspective uh, give us your thoughts as to how the event went. Uh, we've actually got a, a survey out there. It's on Facebook. It's on the various different social media. It's on our website as well, on the article. Uh, so give us your feedback. I think that's very important. If there's anything that you felt during the event itself, what went well, what could we do better for next mm-hmm. time, let us know your thoughts so we can actually address those issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and secondly, we are hoping, inshallah, to do, uh, of course, a, a similar event for the Big Eid. Uh, and hopefully, uh, if you if you can get involved in that, of course, uh, one thing, of course, so we have had uh, for all, all the various different, uh, uh, I mean, people that are involved—they are all volunteers. So, if you can get involved in any way, if and the volunteers can get involved in any way, if you like to volunteer, maybe you've got, uh, maybe you've seen something. You thought, you know what? Uh, so, I think one of the issues uh, mentioned was, for example. Uh, parking, for example, they're mm-hmm. saying parking could have been better arranged. For example, signage could have been uh, better done, and we could have also had. Uh, we did actually have a security guard uh, at the uh, at the parking facility who was trying to guide us, but maybe he should have been at the entrance rather than at I the back of the car park. I think volunteers,
0: more volunteers, will be greatly appreciated.
2: Volunteers, but also professionals. So if mm-hmm. you're somebody who runs a security firm who a- ah. actually has professional parking attendants, mm-hmm. who actually we park, professional cleaners, for example, if you're a cleaning company, for example, if you could spare a few people for a couple of hours, again, any any sort of those things because the whole event itself is purely for the community and again we're hoping to uh, so get some analytics out uh, and maybe about closer to the end of the week uh, which will clearly show that 15,000 people attending the event itself costing completely zero there was a, there was no expense to the event because it was met by sponsors and on top of that and, and we, we mean, on top of having 15,000 smiles we were still able to raise I think it was close to 5,000 oh, uh, pounds for crisis aid as well so, Amazing. Uh, so th- I think overall the project itself uh, has many many uh uh, you mean plus as many benefits, but I think there's always room for improvement. And inshallah, as we go on year on year, we'll try to make it bigger and better uh, for people. Inshallah,
0: fantastic. Thank you so very much, Brother Tarek, for sharing us with the update of uh, the fantastic Eid Inspire. Fair, which was held at Lucy Park, and inshallah, look forward to. I'm sure the listeners look forward to reading the analytics. That sounded very, very <laughs> <laughs> professional. Yep. What does analytics mean exactly? It's
2: just a bunch of numbers.
0: Numbers, numbers. All about the numbers. Right. On that note, guys, it's ten fifty one in the studio, joined um by the very fabulous halida Ahmed. Saying a massive assalamualaikum to brother Tarek. Do remember to tune into his show, which is or is every morning. It's the right and shines show what time is it again
2: seven to nine
0: seven to nine every morning um it's a great show for people but mine's better it is. <laughs> um, I would say that, wouldn't I? Thank you so very much, Brother Tariq. Um, folks in the studio, still joined by the very fantastic Khalid Ahmed. We're going to be talking about the Women Connecting Women event, which will be happening on the 21st of June at um, Crescent Hall. And this event is a celebration of women coming together, but also engaging with health and fitness, nutrition and well being with professional speakers and, um, and an opportunity. to network as well Halida will be talking to us exactly what this event is about and finding out what you can expect there because um I think it starts at 6 30 you've got to register that's right I know this by the top Um, of my (laughs) head I'm so good (laughs) uh finishes um uh finishes around
1: nine o'clock the event yes um yeah so um it might be a bit later than that Mm -hmm. um last time it, it did overrun so you know uh-huh. it's absolutely fine you can the ladies can let their hair down it's a ladies only event okay. um and we just want to be able to um help ladies in the community mm-hmm. um we're running seminars mm-hmm. and we're having guest speakers come in and talk about different subjects mm-hmm. and this um subject on the 21st of june will be related to health and fitness and nutrition and um, so we're going to have uh, leanne crisp of lc fitness do mm-hmm. a seminar and we're going to have her um partner um they have another um company um her name is pauline okay i can't remember her surname i'm going to tell you now it's it's a wonderful
0: polish sounding
1: surname and i'll let you say it (laughs) because i don't want to get it incorrect i don't want to either uh zelowski zelowska that that yes paulina zelowska uh-huh um, and they're going to be um, giving us a talk mm-hmm. on health and fitness and nutrition, which I'm really excited about. They're, it's not just going to be a sit down, you listen, and mm-hmm. that's it. They're going to make it quite interactive. Ooh. So it's always fun. It's always fun. So, um, yeah, I'm really I looking heard forward to it, it. always is fun. Always. You ladies, you know <laughs>
0: how to roll these events, mashallah. And we're yes. going to find out a little bit more um, after the break about how folks can get in touch um, because I know there is a page that you can connect with. There is um,
1: on Instagram. It's mm-hmm. at WCW Luton. Mm-hmm. On um, Facebook, it's Women Connecting Women. Fantastic, yeah. and we're going to find out what the ethos
0: behind Women Connecting Women is about. And and I just think that it's very greatly needed, and more, yes. more, more,
1: and more uh, the better. Really, hundred percent, hundred percent. You know any way to get women out there to connect with each other there's a lot of women in the community that don't get a chance Mm -hmm. to do that and to have a platform like this to say come come let your hair down enjoy learn Mm. network yeah
0: it's a really good thing keywords learn and network and enjoy yeah I like the sound of that.
1: And is there food? Yes, there are food stores. There's lots of stores, in Mm -hmm. fact. So we've got quite a few people that will be there. So you can, you you know, bring your purses with you. There are a few stores. I like that. Bring your purse. Yes. (laughs) Lots of food. Uh, Yummy food. Oh, my goodness. Yummy food. Um, Yeah. Oh, and we're going to have entertainment, Bollywood entertainment. Okay. There as well.
0: And by the wonderful Dusna, <laughs> who does yes. a lot of healthy, uh, healthy performance activities that kind of really, really make you move yes. and is good for fitness too. So uh, she'll be joining. Heading off to a break, folks. We're going to find out more about this really exciting event um, led by women connecting women. Straight after break, and is going to tell us a little bit more. So join me straight after this. Assalamualaikum. You're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast. On Inspire FM Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shemaisa Good morning Good morning and assalamu alaikum. 11 o'clock Monday 10th of June and this is the Urban Q with me Shamiza taking all the way up to 12 o'clock. Luton surrounding areas and a cross over to Peterborough and Sheffield this morning. Peterborough, Salaam Radio and Sheffield Link FM and massive big salams to all of you listening in from there and a belated Eid Mubarak to you as well. How, have you, how are you recovering from all the Eid celebrations? Um, did you have festivities in the home or did you go? To a fun fair um, on ETH. Well, Luton was out and about. There's 15,000 people exactly came out to the ETH fun fair that was held uh, across two days in Luton. A wonderful, wonderful uh, fun fair activities uh, laid out for the community of Luton. But the whole purpose of that was to make sure that no child. Went away without smiling, and Alhamdulillah, on Eid day we were mani- we managed to get 15,000 smiles. How awesome is that? Sounds like a real record-breaking number. But I'm so pleased to hear from the Inspire FM team that they received really, really good response, and mashallah, um a great event. Well done, Inspire FM, and well done to the community because mashallah two thousand pounds was raised so that two thousand children would be able to access free rides. How cool is that? how cool but there is a survey that needs to be filled out people to kind of get your thoughts on the event to make sure that we improve and make it bigger and better and we continue to provide this service to the community of Luton um, and the surveys is on the f- survey will be accessible I think on the Facebook page or you can contact Inspire FM to find out how you can get involved in the studio guys somebody that helps so many people smile <laughs> especially brides on this special day is no other than professional freelance makeup artist extraordinaire Halida um, Ahmed who's in the studio with me. Assalamu alaykum, Halida. alaikum alaykum Thank you so very much for staying with me and um, we were listening into to Tarek and t- he was sharing with us this wonderful wonderful event that happened uh, on the Tuesday and Wednesday of Eid in Luton at Lucy Park Um
1: 15,000 people in attendance. I think Make- that's amazing. That's an amazing turnout, isn't it? Wow, yes. I didn't oh. know we had that many people in the
0: town. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously we do.
1: Um but making children smile yeah. is a beautiful thing, right? 100%. 100%. Oh. I've got two little girls and I know like we we already made plans so we mm. didn't know in enough time, but I think next Eid we'll be definitely popping along. Fun you test, know so the yeah. next event will be popping along they love stuff like that they love fun fairs they love candy floss <laughs> you name it you know everything it, and anything they love
0: so yeah. do adults we yeah, all love that true, as well. actually, yes now so, there's a time it's not just about food festivities it's also yeah. about fashion and the lake latest looks in makeup yeah. and clothes and now yeah. you're somebody who's not shy who doesn't <laughs> shy away from that so what were the key like looks across this e that people were kind of going for do you
1: know what everyone has their own Mm. you know style so you know like i I, for me i love timeless looks you know okay you have the trends but i do love the timeless look you know um everyone did their own thing i think everyone looked amazing so what is a timeless look um, something that when you look back in 10 or 20 years, mm. you're going to be like, wow, I look good. Not things like, you know, you have slight c- certain trends, like eyebrows were a thing in the 90s where they were really pencil thin. When you look back now, you'll be like, oh, what was I thinking? I know,
0: I've done that. You I've know? Looked, my children have looked at it's like, what is going and, on with your face, you, mother? And you <laughs> might even
1: now, and the trend now is big eyebrows. Yeah. You might look, <laughs> you might look uh, back in yeah. you need to come and think, what was I thinking? So what's the you next know?
0: trend with eyebrows then? Because what is going on with the eyebrow thing? Yeah,
1: I I think for me to keep them natural but okay. groomed, you know, okay. that's my personal style. You mm-hmm. know, like I, I I try not to get too trendy, mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I'm I hone in and I specialize more in the Asian bridal scene. Okay. So for me, it's all about timeless. You want to look back at your wedding pictures and think. Wow, I looked good, and mm. if I was dressed like that today, I'd still look good, you know, and not think, oh, what was I thinking by doing this? <laughs> you I know? think the
0: level yeah. of standards of makeup is exceptional, but I yeah. do find that the br- the brides
1: look more masked than defined. In some cases, yes. I'm going to be honest with you that everyone has their own style, mm-hmm. you know. Some people do want to look really different uh-huh. on their day. And is that
0: still a trend? Is that like really, really heavy, very, very visible from the back of the hall? That You can still see the bride. It
1: actually is. Wow. It actually is. It's not something that I personally promote, Mm, mm. if I'm honest with you. Mm -hmm. And I think artists that do that, they are very talented and they're amazing at what they Mm. do. And there are clients that love that. Mm-hmm. But I think my clients, you know, I have a different style, you know, it's all about just enhancing what you have. Right. Obviously you have to have a level of makeup so that it looks good on camera, mm-hmm. on film, mm-hmm. you know. Um but you, you need to look as you're dressed right. as a bride because these days guests come really done up, you know, so you do have to Gosh, you have to up, up a, your game yes, a little bit because like Is, your guests are over like uh outdoing the bride. I, and yes. how does a bride compete with you, that? I think you'll always look different as the bride you know you'll have your dupatta on oh, your head. so we know the that scarf, that's the bride you have certain jewelry mm, that your guests mm. aren't going to have so you will stand out as the Asian bride in an Asian wedding okay um but yeah I, I think it's all about enhancing you you know um creating a look where you can tell it's still that person okay you know she still looks like herself mm, you know she doesn't look mm, like a completely different person mm. there was a guy I'm going to tell you a story I was this bride, she was up north, so mm. she had someone else up north do her, you know, and then she had her volima, you know, the, mm. the groom side yeah. reception that they have, um, and that was down south in, mm. in, in, near Luton. And the groom was in the room, because they'd married now, and they're just having the after party, if you like, a week yeah, later, yeah. and... Um, the groom literally said he's like on the wedding day it was too much I didn't recognize I was scared to touch her oh gosh and I was like oh my goodness like I was like should you be saying this in front of the bride but they had that understanding so you know I don't think she was offended by it Mm. and she was like you know whatever he wanted like she was very laid back bless her Mm -hmm. and like he would keep coming I'm doing getting her ready he'd keep coming in and out and just saying a bit less a bit less oh wow bless him and I said look you know just let me do my thing let me finish Mm -hmm, it because mm -hmm. it always looks makeup always looks odd when you're halfway done yeah I don't know if you you must you know it doesn't look right when you're halfway done because there's steps so anyway I said to him look you know it's gonna look funny at this point wait until I'm done then just tell me and I can tweak it if that's okay so I was done and he came back and he just you know I I, I felt a sense of achievement because he just looked he he nodded and he, he was like approval he smiled yeah You look like yourself, and and I was like, that is so nice. And I I feel sometimes it's actually. More of a compliment when a guy yeah says because that's his this. wife exactly. Do you, <laughs> and you know I mean? and He wants to be able you know? to recognise her. And I feel sometimes, <laughs> not always. Yeah, yeah but you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I do. I yeah, think of course. I think men have a, a really good eye for these okay. things. You know, you know, and I think with women, um, in some cases, not all. It's all about trying to outdo, and it shouldn't be about trying to right. outdo. It should be about yourself. Right. Be the best that you can be. Mm. You but know? it's
0: about confidence as well 100%. and internal. And this is the
1: question if that I asking good Again,
0: yeah you feel good so folks yeah. the question on today's show is uh which naturally grav- gravitates to my wonderful guest Halida mm-hmm. um in the field of work that she is involved in she's a professional freelance makeup artist she's an educator mentor and also the vice chair of women connecting women um, and we're going to be talking about more in depth about this event that's being uh that's happening on the 21st of June at uh Uh, Crescent Hall and this event is about health, well-being, nutrition, networking and fun um, (laughs) which is on a Friday and uh, registration time is 6.30 and it will finish at 9 but I think more than likely it'll go over 9. (laughs) Um, The question I'm asking on today's show is what makes somebody beautiful? What is it that makes somebody beautiful? Um, would love you to get involved uh, with the conversation. If you've got any makeup advice or tips for that I'm sure she'll be able to answer them. Uh, she is a fr- do you have people calling in? Well, WhatsApping, uh, So we will get sorry. WhatsApp okay. 7779 <laughs> uh, because wedding season is round the corner. Um, we have g- lots of, lots of weddings happening in the summer and I'm sure there's going to be lots of people kind of wanting to get some advice. Um, and also, um, I'd like to know what to, just casual day wear makeup. I've done your makeup before, haven't I? I You have. A couple of times. And (laughs) do you know what? And I have loved it. And um, I'm very, I can't, I think I have a strange face. If you'd put too much, I look. Quite oh And so I really like how subtle but you accentuated my features, which was lovely.
1: But that was a while back. It was a while back. It was I remember it was for Luton Fashion Week yes, you were was. presenting. Yes I was. I remember. That was a long time ago. It was a good few years ago. But it's this is fun. how we've
0: connected. Yeah. Um events like Luton Fashion Week enabled us to connect and you've you're 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 quite predominant in the fashion world as a um as a makeup artist on sort of like Yeah,
1: I've done a lot of campaigns. campaigns I've done a lot well. Be- behind the scenes um fat catwalks mm-hmm. um magazines um uh promos and, and what you trained te- or is this natural yeah, talent i'm i'm gonna be honest with you from the beginning i was self-taught mm-hmm. you know i had an eye mm-hmm. for these i was quite mm-hmm. creative mm-hmm. i loved art so i had an eye for these things and you know what um I used to practice a lot on myself as a teenager. Ah, I loved makeup. Right. We loved getting creative, and yeah, it started from that really. So I was initially self-taught, and as you do, you always have to progress. Uh-huh. So yeah, you, I have been uh, learning from different people that I admire. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. And and it is that practice.
0: But do you think the the makeup world? I'm going to be quite. I'm going to be quite controversial here has really taken over now I was talking to my daughter this morning in the car and mm-hmm. she said that you know what mummy the the, the makeup wars
1: makeup artists um it's crazy uh, there are a lot of makeup artists out there uh, I have to say yes mm-hmm. you could you could argue that it's saturated but you know what everyone has their own style
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know Everyone has their own style and it's really down to what you like and what you don't like as to who you go with, you know, just have a look at their work and decide if it's you, you know, but it's very important really, I think, is to get an idea of what they do naturally, not just in, you know, like you have Instagram, social media, okay, you might have Mm. um, nice images, but sometimes just to be able to see what that person's done in real life.
0: Yeah. That's it's the difference,
1: a little isn't bit it? more confidence for you when you're going to book. Because yeah?
0: makeup artists, they also add... Do they add a filter when they put the picture up? Some
1: do, <gasps> yes. That's naughty. But, you know, that's what Instagram is. Okay. You know, that is Instagram for you. I don't know what to say. That so is, you so know, you've
0: got the, the makeup anyway that's heavy, and then you have to add an inst- the, uh, a filter Some on top of that? Do that okay. Some people do that, sadly.
1: Some people do that. This is why I love the, the way... I try not to do that Where I can I try to show what that Mm -hmm. natural person Mm -hmm. Is looking like You know I don't want them to look plasticky I don't want them to to look overly made Uh You know Like when I did your makeup You still looked like you Didn't you? You, I hope so. You still look like yes, you. I do. You just looked. I just thought you looked gorgeous. You oh. really did, honestly, Mashallah, You looked gorgeous. Okay. I was like this yes. isn't a plug for me. <laughs> is no, it? no. Like, can no, we just like just... switch the <laughs> mic off now? I don't think anybody wants to hear about that. But, I,
0: but somebody who is listening no. in is um, the uh, is wonderful
1: Masi Masala. <laughs> oh yeah. Hi, Ma- hello, Syrah How are you, my lovely? <laughs> no, she just says salam, walaikum salam. Just want to she's say she's a en- committee member, by the way. Oh, is she? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, salam. Just want to say enjoying the chat. Love from Masi Masala thank you so very much for in- listening in um, and tuning into the show mm-hmm. and uh, we've always had, I've always had great pleasure of having Saira joining the show mashallah, mm-hmm. uh, uh in the past as well and so she'll be somebody that's going to be at the Women Connecting Women she's, event
1: yeah she'll be there her sister hopefully uh, Anissa mm-hmm. Keanu will be there uh, she's a committee member we have loads of committee members mm-hmm. to be fair and we've all come together as a collective okay. to make this happen you know We we've come as a collective. Why
0: did you want to make it make it happen? And why is why are the committee members so widespread? Widespread
1: they're all amazing women in their own right they they stand alone really well and Mm -hmm. we really wanted strong women Mm -hmm. and really good figures Mm -hmm. to be part of this um they all have something different to bring to the table Mm -hmm. we're all diverse in our own ways Mm -hmm. and it's amazing like we've got you know i don't want anyone to be upset if i miss anyone out but we've got um the likes of okay like you said, Syra, she's amazing. She's really amazing on social media. She's a fl- food blogger. Mm-hmm. She's very entertainment, very well te- ent- connected with
0: very like the voices that are kind of not heard who've yeah. approached her.
1: Yeah, and, and she's connected. She's, she's through she's, been there. she's had life experiences. Mm. She's able to, um, I suppose, give advice because yeah. she's been through it, done that. Uh, Niece is amazing. She's actually the founder of Luton Fashion Week, mm-hmm. as you know. Um, she's a teacher. You An know. Award winning international
0: fashion she's designer amazing. with her own uh, fashion boutique yeah. as well as uh, se- senior management in senior leadership amazing. in in yep. uh, further education yeah. college we've got
1: lobia or lubna mm-hmm. and she's amazing in her own right um, um power in education she does quite a few things that help the community mm-hmm. amazing salma oh my god food bank hmm she does a lot for the community it's amazing like these really these are local women that people. do so much good list for the community is yeah. so long
0: yeah um that's why you're oh, already Let's apologizing because you such so a long list. Yeah.
1: then you've got um um hasna and husnara uh, who do Shana's, amazing Ayub, she's a solicitor mm-hmm. she also presents on the islam channels you know another local lady amazing who am i um Oh, please You've don't. got
0: the former
1: uh, Sha- mayor. Sha- yes, uh, Nassim Ayoub, mm-hmm. our former mayor of mm-hmm. Luton, is also a committee member. Um, Shazia Afzal, who is... Um, healthy Minds. Healthy Minds, and she did the last seminar. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Um Please, ladies, don't be upset with me because I'm They I, need to WhatsApp and tell us to, they're listening WhatsApp in, people. In, yes, WhatsApp, in, <laughs> if I I don't want to miss anyone, please. Oh, oh my gosh! One stop shop, Azra. How can I forget? She does amazing stuff. She's she's like um, the CAB. You know, she's like um, citizens' citizens' okay, advice. You know, she helps. Mm-hmm. She does a one stop uh, mm-hmm. shop for advice and things amazing Um, so there is somebody from all walks of life in a variety of
0: different professions that are wonderful to network with at this event sharing their skills um, sharing their abilities and hopefully
1: signposting Mm. we're signposting so there's there's a lot of people that have um attended Mm. that um want to know how they can get advice on certain things and we've been signposting we don't have everyone there but Mm. we can we're pretty certain we know a lot of people where we can at least help in some way so yeah. folks listening in yeah. i'm sure are curious to find out how they can attend this event so tell us halida so when is the event happening it will be happening friday the 21st of june mm-hmm. um, at crescent hall in luton um, azad the you know manager of crescent hall has been amazing he's given us the venue mm-hmm. to host this event mm-hmm. and it's such a lovely venue really lovely uh, set out really well um, uh, yeah, just, just sign in. Um Eventbrite. We have a link um, on our Women Connecting Women Facebook group. It's best if you um, book in through Eventbrite. Okay. Only because we want to make sure you have enough food. You have you know. It's we about want to the make food, sure. people. I'm telling you, Us you know enough food. I'm telling you, <laughs> we just want to make sure there's enough for everyone. Fantastic. You know, because we're going to be doing um, a quite an interactive um, seminar. Mm-hmm. Um, Leanne's going to be Leanne and uh, Paulina will be hosting a very good uh, seminar and we want to make sure we've got everything in place for the number of people that are going to h- be attending so it's Brilliant. really important that we know the numbers last time we had over 100 people okay it was a ama- it was a really that's good wonderful. turnout so we need to know really numbers mm-hmm. and that's is this important. event free yes ah free? and that's another thing fantastic yes so please come along it's for women mm-hmm. why have you made it free? so it's accessible to everyone okay. we want people to learn about what Women Connecting Women um, do mm-hmm. how we can help maybe how they can help as well mm. you know it's all about community work you know and in the future we're, we're looking to expand and do other things with it and it would be great to have sponsors on board because we we would love to be because able to do things for charity because and, this is my next question it, how are you able to afford an event like this and make it we're, free? We're, we're basically we're we're self-sustained at the moment, okay. but we are looking for sponsors, mm-hmm. you know. We, we really want to be able to take it out there, even mm-hmm. nationally. Mm-hmm. And in order for us to do that, we do need some sort of funding, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone that's willing to help, we're grateful to receive that. But at the moment, we are self-funded, and, and I think that's it's a charity in itself. We, we want to be able to do this. It, it's something that's, I think, missing mm-hmm. in Luton, and I think... A lot of the um, groups that are out there like this, I think they, they tend to kind of fizzle out because the funding doesn't come in. Of course, in. and that's yeah. always the thing, isn't it? it and, is. and times are quite testing as well. I mean, yeah. um, cutbacks. But we, it's true. But you know what? Despite that, we're going to keep going. We've got r- an amazing group of women. We're going to make it work no matter what. You know, I'm loving that vibe honestly, I'm totally loving that vibe I'm,
0: Folks if you're loving yeah. What you're hearing Then you need to send us A message on WhatsApp 7779 yeah. yeah. We're all about Women connecting women On the show And brother supporting This event too Because uh, Azad I need to interview Azad Because I'm hearing A lot about him he's And he's somebody That kind of initiated yeah. This idea yeah. to, to make it happen So mm-hmm. well done to you brother mm-hmm. um, So who's listening? Shazia's listening Hi Shazia. Sh- Shazi Afsal's listening from Healthy Minds. Thank you so very much for listening, Shazia. I want to mm-hmm. ask you, Shazia, the question I have for all our listeners this morning What is it that um, makes somebody beautiful? Tell me, in your own words, what makes somebody beautiful? And the reason why I'm asking this is because we have somebody who is in the who is in the forefront of the beauty industry as a professional freelance makeup artist, but also who is passionate about not just external beauty, but internal as well by being an educator and mentor and the co-founder and vice chairperson of Women Connecting Women, enabling women to have a, a platform, a safe space to come together and sharing their skill
1: set with. With new a new generation of women, I'm yeah. hoping. Yes, yeah. It's open to all ages, mm-hmm. to be fair. Um, talking about internal beauty, um, external beauty, um, another committee member I almost forgot was um, Hasna Weaver. She's um, the founder of uh, Nature's... Um, so it's a natural... It's a um, natural skincare care range. Mm. A range. And I always forget, and I'm, she's going to tell me off, but she does natural skincare. She'll be there um, with her stool so everyone can uh, see what she does. But Fantastic. everything's natural, which is amazing. In oh. a world where you've got so many chemicals... And
0: this is a question I want to ask yeah. you,
1: because, you yeah. know, you talked about ethics, and you
0: talked about, like, being an ethical landlord, mm. and we're going to talk about what that means in your yeah. own words. Yeah. But does yeah. that also... Uh, roll over to you as a makeup artist and what are, are the makeup products that you use tested on animals and i'm I, gonna ask I that try, question do you know what
1: i try my best mm-hmm. you know i try my best but you know you have to understand that there's certain products that will only work in certain scenarios okay. you know I, I think the beauty industry needs to actually start stepping it up and mm. be able to provide a lot more of a wider range for skin maybe, tone as maybe well maybe i should do that i maybe. think you should and i want to cut because i announced it on the show we've got evidence
0: and you can catch I, a repeat of the show on the yeah. podcast at, the repeat at 8 p.m this evening maybe,
1: but no you you have a point there mm. there are certain ingredients that you know certain you know there are yeah I'm glad you mentioned it, but not all natural uh, companies can cater to the things that are, are required to create a it's, look. It, and not the all. look,
0: the look is quite, it, it just gets better and better. It and, does. And, and it has
1: to be long wearing. And, and that's the know, pressure. There's a,
0: yes. What worries yeah. me is the younger, the younger wearers, they're mm. getting younger and younger by uh, the application of makeup and i watch these videos um on um, youtube yes. and there's like six different layers of foundation concealer highlighter i don't know what else it is i, I think on these very young this is very... a trend
1: at the moment you know those
0: and chemicals
1: do they not impact the skin the look, older I, I, these I, young people get i'm gonna be honest get? with you i can't i'm not mm. a cosmetologist okay. i can't really tell you how it's affecting the skin i i just know the creative art you mm. know mm-hmm. um but that's actually you've made a valid point and actually that's probably something I'm going to look into now because it's needed you know this you know something that's good for your skin there are brands out there that are good for your skin don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong there are they're more I'd say for everyday makeup but I have yet to find something that I feel is long wearing and long lasting and You know, that Mm. does the job but that's really kind to your skin at the same time. Because
0: it is quite a manipulative industry and it does impact um, confidence levels. And there does seem to be Mm. a lot of uh, young people
1: who are really quite drawn into this. Do you know what? I want people to be able to express themselves. Mm. A Mm. lot of people express themselves through makeup. You know, that's their priority. I I saw that
0: whilst I was growing up and I saw that around me because there was only, there was no other, like, I suppose those, like, my generation listen to pop music, so that's where the influences came from. Um, But there was no pressure. It was up to you. If you wanted Mm. to beautify
1: Mm. yourself, you would. But I'm really, really glad. I have three daughters. They're not interested. And to be fair, I have two young daughters and they're not... like they're intrigued but yeah. they don't touch my makeup wow how do you, know? you manage to do that i think it's because they've grown up around it. it's okay. nothing right. fascinating uh. it's just yeah there's no there's no novelty uh-huh. you know uh-huh. so i think i've been lucky in that respect maybe later on they might you know but then obviously they've got me and i can kind of help them not to and overdo you're quite, it maybe. you're quite natural you don't wear it yourself you're very I mean, very natural no, as... I, I wear makeup but yes it's it's that thing about enhancing and uh-huh. not masking you know it's i try to just bring out You know, for everyone, even Mm. myself, it's about enhancing what someone has, you know. Some people have small eyes, and I show them how they can make their eyes look a bit larger. And how can you do that? Um, You could, do you know
0: what? Apart from wearing glasses (laughs) with bifocals. (laughs)
1: You you know, you could put, like, a nude colour or a white colour eyeliner on the inside of your eye. Instead Mm. of putting black eyeliner Mm. on, put white, and that just opens up the eye for Ah. small, you know, eyed ladies or conversely if you've got large eyes to make them smaller you could put black on the inside and that just makes them look a little bit you know darker things make things look smaller lighter things look make things look bigger you know wow. highlighting contouring so, yeah. and and it's quite and it is an art in itself isn't it is, it? Yeah, it, is it is like
0: uh, it, it is. it's just phenomenal the way people can change their faces yes. Um, and the different methods and techniques. And what is the key thing at the moment? Is it caking, baking? What is it? Because I yes. hear these terms. <laughs> what does that mean?
1: Okay, well, baking is really when you, um, once you've applied your makeup, you set the makeup, you set right. the foundation with a certain powder, loose translucent mm-hmm. powder, mm-hmm. and you just put it on for a bit longer Um you know, just for a bit longer to help it set. That's ah. basically what baking is. But you put pipe co- and then you dust it off. Okay. You don't obviously go out there. Like it's that. all about <laughs> being shiny, like a glitter ball. Yes. A metallic, like highlights yes all of that yes some people are loving that too (laughs) yeah it's all it's all the trend trend, yes it's all going on we're going to find out Mm -hmm. any
0: exclusive trends from halida straight after the break (laughs) we are heading off to a break and um we're asking you what makes somebody beautiful what what makes somebody glow and be beautiful do tell us on 077. seven nine four eight one eight two two and i'll be reading out some of those um suggestions straight after the break now i'm still joined by Khalidah. if you've got any makeup um advice that you'd like then do text into the studio as well and we'd be more than happy to make that happen um we're now heading off to a break straight after break still in conversation with the wonderful Khalida. join me straight after this assalamualaikum Assalamu alaikum,
2: this is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.
0: Catch a creative vibe on the Urban Cube with Sister Shamiza. As-salamu alaykum. It is the final half for the, 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 the program is a repeat. Please do no, not message or call in. Any announcements made on the program now. I've just realised the camera's not, not on, so we need to have the camera switched on, so all of lovely Halada's listeners and followers can actually see her. And one of them, I believe, is your husband, who's sending you a massive big salams and saying, "Well done, Mrs Ahmed." <laughs> 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 I really, really like that. I love it when family Aww. support, um, you know, <laughs> uh, their their family
1: he is well, my biggest supporter I have to say you okay. know why does he support you what is it about
0: your work and how have you been able to gain that balance because I think it's really important no, I think it's... for people listening
1: in yeah, and are and... a team Mashallah. we're a team you know um, you know that's what that is what marriage is is mm-hmm. teamwork mm-hmm. you know you, you have to bounce off each other help each other you know that's what it is
0: mashallah teamwork
1: that's what it is that's what it is thank you so much. we got a hashtag that's yeah. what it is that, i'm uh, telling you that's that's what it is and it those,
0: is. thank you so very much brother Mahfouf, for listening into the show mm. and sending your wonderful wife a shout out mm. um now on today's show folks i am joined by no other than Khalid. khalida khalida, yeah. khalida. Well, let me get you know, that right you can, you, you, it's
1: so many ways of saying it but um i've grown up being called Kalida so I'm used to being called Kalida so who's been calling you Kalida well I grew up in a very non-Asian area mm. um, so yeah the name you know not everyone can pronounce it the, okay. the way it's intended to be p- pronounced which is fine so I grew up Mm -hmm. you know, with my name being pronounced as Kalido. So I've always introduced myself as Kalida. You see,
0: I have an absolute gripe with that. I really (laughs) feel that if you, you know, names should be pronounced if I can pronounce them, because I always get the pronunciations wrong, I'm going to say that. I'm going to, you know, (laughs) listeners listening will know me (laughs) making my errors, which are not intentional. Um, But I do try and make sure that my children's teachers pronounce the children's names yes. correctly. Yeah. They don't anglicize the pronunciations because, you know, if this you is... don't tell them, then yeah. they're not going to know and it's not their fault. But
1: then some people, you know, I hear what you're saying, but some people can't physically pronounce it properly. They find it, like, they can't. Like, they can try, but mm-hmm. some people can't get the, you know. Okay. It's hard for them, so I, I you know. I get, okay. They don't mean to be rude about it, I don't I don't think. As long as you're not offended no, and, and not. you've kind of stuck with that,
0: haven't no, you? No. But I'm going to call you Khaledah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really Khalida. Let's get that right. (laughs) Now, now, folks, um, the show is The Urban Cue with me, Shamiza, and the wonderful Khalida. Mm -hmm. It's uh, 11.32 Mm -hmm. and we have the final half an hour of the show. On today's show, we've been talking about internal and external beauty. And the reason why is because the wonderful Khalida is a not just local, but an internationally recognized professional makeup artist extraordinaire Mm -hmm. who's worked on some... um, phenomenal brand um projects uh m- covers for magazines catwalk fashion campaigns, but also is a very well-known bridal makeup artist as well. So on today's show, she's joining me not just to share some great makeup tips and advice, but also talking to us about being part of a very, very exciting program, an organization called Women Connecting Women that she's a co-founder and also the uh, vice chair of. Um, And there is an event, an upcoming event, which actually explores health, well-being, nutrition um, and fitness uh, on the 21st of June, 6.30 to 9 p.m. at Crescent Hall in Luton. Now, we've been talking about some of the activities
1: that are going to be happening there, but I'm going to let Khalida tell you a little bit more. Yeah, so, you know... Like I said, we're going to have a seminar um, that's going to be led by uh, Leanne Crisp and Paulina uh, Um And we're going to have some, um, a, a li- hopefully we'll have a little speech from our um, former mayor, mm. who's also a committee member. And um, we're going to have a dance performance by Dusna, mm-hmm. uh, a Bollywood-themed dance. So, um, yeah. And that's to get everybody fit. Yeah, just to get everyone... Yeah, no, people if People want to join in, I'm sure. But she's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. performing. So it will mm-hmm. be uh, an entertaining.
0: And it is a thing. ladies-only event, folks. Just to make that clear yeah. to everybody listening in. It's and-
1: all about empowering women. Mm-hmm. This, this whole event, you know. And I, I just feel... This is the era for the women, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think women are really standing out, um, you know, pushing themselves to equal pay and being able to do right. just as well as men, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love men. There's nothing wrong with men. But I really want women mm-hmm. to be out there, stand out on their own to Right? It was always this thing where behind every great man was a great woman. Mhm. Really? Okay. Let, let's say let's let's change that a little bit you mm. know let's it's about teamwork like I said it's, it's it's you know men and women can help each other grow but you're you very know?
0: fortunate Khalida you have a, a very very supportive husband mashallah yeah. and you've been able to balance the home but has it
1: been always plain sailing have has there been give and take always mm. oh my god it was in the early days and I hope he doesn't mind me saying it was quite difficult mm. because there's a lot of expectations right you know, because you know, it's an. You know, I'm actually Bangladeshi. I know not not a lot of people know that. I'm actually they, I had there was a rumor going around that I was Moroccan, and it's probably okay. just because I have curly hair. And I know you can't see me. This makes people, me laugh. Why so would fun. that be a rumor? I don't know, but I don't know why that was a rumor. I think people didn't know where where my background was okay. from, and I think it's probably because I'm not. I don't know. I don't. Um, I, I can't explain it. There's a lot of people that didn't, wouldn't believe that. Making was, assumptions. They and, were, just because mm-hmm. of the way I look, because maybe they have an idea of what a Bangladeshi person looks like okay. or, what, you know, what different ethnic groups look like. And I didn't mm-hmm. fit the stereotype. Okay. And so I think, yeah. And because you didn't fit the stereotype, I'm being quite pedantic here. Yeah. Um Did that help you in any way with your in Um I don't know if it helped or hindered or anything. Mm -hmm. I am me, you know. I'm not. I don't. You know, when I introduce myself, I don't um, give my. I don't pigeon myself. I'm Kalida. Mm -hmm. Take me Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as Kalida, who, whatever my background Mm -hmm. is. You know. You know. I I want. You know. I'm an Asian woman, Mm -hmm. and I really want Asian women to feel empowered Mm -hmm. and not feel. You know, in the old days, it was about staying in the kitchen, looking after the kids. And those those days are long gone. But we're balancing
0: both, though. We're balancing the we're, kitchen, the children, and the work it's world. It's
1: harder for us, I feel, mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I feel, um, you know, by empowering women to understand that we have that, you know, we, we're capable of doing so much, you know. And,
0: but is and it too much? Do you think there's a bit of a, there could be a burnout because we That's we know why, we can need, do
1: everything and anything. And has that... There needs that, to be a balance. Mm-hmm. You know, husbands and partners mm-hmm. need to step in. It needs to be, I think, a joint effort. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be the woman's in the kitchen doing everything and the man's out mm-hmm. doing things and, you know, <laughs> earning. If they're both earning, yeah, they should both have equal responsibility Equal. and that's you know? a beautiful thing i saw
0: across ramadan there were lots of posts that yeah. were talking about you know that yeah. brothers should be in the kitchen yeah. yes. helping to wash up yeah. helping to cook yeah. as well so you know because the the responsibility is mm. always on the woman's yeah. head yeah. but it, it was really nice and very educational to see that which was yeah. really quite you know? inspiring folks if you're listening in yeah. this is the urban cube with myself yeah. shamiza and khalida in mm-hmm. the studio and i'm I'm delighted to see the comments on the facebook page so um shazia afsal thank you for your lovely comments uh, um she's saying hope you lovely ladies are well which we are and hope you are too Salman khan says well done Khalida." thank um, you uh we've got a message from um a uh, mr mahboob ahmed saying well done mrs ahmed <laughs> um shazia also says she heard the Inspire of Eve Eid event was a great success. Well done. Her family attended and it was so good that you're, that you're accommodating for the community and their needs. Um, and we also got another message i think brother mahmoud is totally <laughs> listening okay. in because he says nice one, mrs ahmed oh, mashallah oh. um today's <laughs> conversation is also around the topic of beauty um what makes somebody beautiful and um masi masala has contacted us again and she says i believe if your heart is pure you shine inside and out and that is a true is that is true beauty in itself um thank you so very much uh for sending that message and also um, Shazia has mentioned that um, beauty is within your and your inner beauty shines through compassion and gratitude compassion gratitude, and gratitude. yes that's lovely
1: gratitude mm. if you're grateful mm. you can't be anything other than positive you know
0: right and positivity is a key thing when we're we're not positive it kind of does impact
1: everything it does the way you look mm. You know, the way you feel does determine the way you look in a way. Mm-hmm. If you're happy, you've got a smile on your face, you look a lot lighter and brighter. Right. When you're sad, your face shows that you just look, you know, sad and mm-hmm. not happy and not approachable, you right. know. Right. And
0: the, the, you mentioned approachable. That's interesting because mm-hmm. people approach you when
1: they feel that they can connect. And, and it's if about you the come eyes. If you come across yeah. positive, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. If you come across open and you know willing, right. you know, yeah, straight away, you know, it does make you approachable, right? Yes, your it does. body language, you mm, know, mm. positivity is key. And right.
0: coming back to body language and yes. positivity, I'm yeah. feeling that the next generation is more focused on external. Rather than internal, and they lack communication skills because they seem to be more connected with FaceTime and yeah. uh, social media and are yeah. lacking those basic skills.
1: Yeah, social media. I, I do understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's really important for people to live in the moment. Mm. If you're constantly snapping what you're doing minute oh, by minute, gosh. are you enjoying the moment? Right. Are you really enjoying the moment? Oh. Are you too busy trying to show off? Sorry. I'm going to be quite blunt there. Yeah, be That's blunt. blunt. That's very controversial in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is a generation, I think, sadly, of people that are trying to show off, I've got this, I've got that, mm-hmm. this is my designer hat, you know. You know, don't. Don't do that, you know. Just just be a little bit more real, mm-hmm. you know. Talk about your emotions. I think people can uh, connect with people that are real. Mm-hmm. Don't be, don't be out there and unattainable. And if you look, you know, like you were saying about people edit pictures. When you, I met someone, she did not look like her pictures. And I was like, do, what do you think about yourself? What do you actually think about yourself to be able to feel that you have to deceive people? It, but that's the opinion? pressure of society. That's sadly, the pressure of social media. And, and it's yeah. the pressure of likes. Yes, yes, the pressure of likes which I'm not too bogged down to, with, by the way. Mm-hmm. I I want people to know on an aspiring makeup artist or a, a mm-hmm. aspiring um, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. don't get bogged down with the likes. People, if they like what you're doing, they're watching you. Mm. Don't worry, you know they they're inspired by you. They 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 might they might not tell you with the likes, but they're keeping a watchful eye. Trust me. But then (laughs) the people, but this is intriguing, okay?
0: Because if they're joining your page, then you know they're like either they're observing you. And if they're not liking your page or joining your page, then how do you know who's watching you? It's a very small community, and there does seem to be in the Muslim, yeah, the Muslim makeup world, yes. when we see successful women or yeah. when young people see successful role model women, they are the hijab bloggers or the makeup artists. Mm. And, and they're the ones with the followers over a million. And yeah. they're the ones that are invited to events. And they're doing all the group, yeah. meet and greet. And, great for
1: them. And, great for them. And, but this That's
0: is, great. but it's about likes though. It comes down to that again. It is,
1: but don't be bogged down with the likes, you know. Don't let that define you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't. Live your life. Like, seriously, live your life. Be content. Okay. You know, it's. I think it took me a while to get to that stage. And Alhamdulillah, I am content. You know, I think... What was the f- defining moment? What changed you to
0: change that frame of thinking? Gratitude. MashaAllah. Mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, look, there's so many things you don't have, and but there's so many things you do have. Mm-hmm. Look at the world as a whole. Look how privileged we are to be in this country You know, we're earning, you know, we're doing things. We're Mm. able to push um, our ideals through to people and make... In doing that, we can make the world such a better place. Look Mm. at half the world is poor, you know, half the world... (laughs) And homeless.
0: And this comes back to your role as a landlord, because you've had some very, very um, intense experiences yeah. with I'm tenants. I'm going to get emotional
1: w- now. Okay. Dad, I'm going to get emotional.
0: Because you were sharing with me about young one young lady yeah. who was pregnant, a single mother, um, had nowhere. She couldn't afford the rent. And then you had to kind of really kind of help her and support her. And, and this much. is one of the reasons why you want to continue providing yeah. a roof over the head for yeah, there's um, a lot of people tenants. out
1: there that are finding it hard to get onto the property ladder or can't mm. afford it. And you know what? There are There is going to be a lot of people like that. Mm. They, they will never be able to get onto the pro- property, property ladder by themselves and own their own property. Or even get, be able to afford
0: to have anything over their head because they're living on the streets. It's
1: very sad. Very mm. sad times. And I think really it's, you know, it's good that the, you know, I think the government is slowly being able to, is slowly addressing that. They're, because they're a UN changes. report,
0: mm? a UN report has is dictating the fact that the the UK has a horrific poverty um, statistic.
1: it is. And one of, you know, like I I don't want to keep plugging this, but I I do feel it's important to, do you know what? You you have your own values and you have morals. Everyone knows what values are. Everyone knows what morals are. Mm -hmm. And it's really important to try and stick by a moral compass, your moral compass. Um, Yeah, you're right. There's probably big fat, developers that aren't doing things Mm -hmm. how perhaps the rest of the world would like them to do it. But there are small people or people that are trying to make a difference in a Mm -hmm. positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, we we had um, um, a single mum. Well, actually, she was pregnant at the time. She was single and she Mm -hmm. was pregnant at the time and she was really struggling. She knew she was going to be on maternity leave and she wasn't going to be able to afford what she was, you know. Mm -hmm. We just made... We were able to kind of help her. We came to mm. an agreement. We are able to help her. So it was a win-win. Obviously, you have to understand we're maintaining a house for mm. you. We're making sure the maintenance and that it's it's a Liverpool, a habitable mm. environment for, mm. for you. So obviously that comes at a cost. So then we have to be able to, as landlords, strike a balance mm. on what we can do um, financially, you know. But at the same time, we want to be able to know that we can help you as well. So she was ba- basically... She was fi- struggling. She mm. had a lot of trouble. She was struggling and we managed to help her get out of trouble and now she's able to, you know, pay the rent without any issues. You alhamdulillah. Know? And she's got a roof over her head. She's mm. never going to be able to um, have her own place because she doesn't uh, She doesn't have the skills or, mm. you know. And, you know, everyone's different, you know, and I, you know, I get that. You know, and we're, alhamdulillah, in an, a, a lot more of a... Uh, a di- we're in a different... You know, place where we can help people like that. You know, mm, we've mm. worked really hard to get where we have, and it's all been hard work. It's not been landed handed to us. Well, I've worked very hard over the years to make sure I had clear goals on how I was going to mm, get mm. things done and how I can make an impact. And in order to help people, you have to be able to help yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very important. You can't help people if you can't help yourself. If you're not in a in a, in a place where you're stable, you're secure how can you then help the next person and is that stability a financial stability or a mental health stability both mm-hmm. you know people could be financially stable but mentally ill mm-hmm. you know it, it it probably goes hand in hand you need to, but then having said that it might it, it would help to have the right people around you you mm-hmm. know and that's what you know I was talking to you about mentoring i know we haven't touched on that i'm mm-hmm. trying to mentor people into doing things how I see the right way,
0: right? You know, and how can people access this mentoring that you do? Because Contact
1: me. You can get in touch with me. And what um, do you do
0: exactly? So
1: you know, I talk through what it is that they want to learn. Whether it's you know, we're talking about the whole um, property mm-hmm. uh, thing business at the moment. So with that, I'd ask people to get in touch with me and talk to me about what it is they want to achieve, and mm-hmm. then we we have an idea there on how we can help you because we well, tailor a service mm-hmm. to different people and okay. it's all down to what you want whether you're looking to um invest to kind of help yourself find out you so know to build a portfolio yeah yeah portfolio mm-hmm. building or uh savings uh, acceleration you know where you oh, can okay. help, you know budgeting so, but yeah, you know, you know, it's. it's and sad. will you be having
0: a, a workshop like that? Because I'm sure a workshop like that would be very much suited to women. Uh, if there's a demand, women, do you know what? If there's, demand,
1: comm- if there's a demand for it, I'm happy to have a seminar through Women Connecting Women Fantastic. for people that want to learn. Uh, mm-hmm. about stuff because like that. women are
0: now becoming a lot more independent financially yes. they have savings yeah. um they're um able to they the sad, they, they yes. paid a little bit better even though there is still a pay gap
1: yes out there yeah. but um but yeah i'm happy to mm-hmm. kind of impart my knowledge mm-hmm. and help others mm-hmm. you know i'm more than happy because i just feel you know we do i know it might be cliched but we do rise by lifting others mm-hmm. i really do think that mm-hmm. you know if you that's I think that's where the contentment came from. I was like, do you know what? We're in a position, Alhamdulillah, where we can help people mm. now. You know, and why? Why wouldn't you? You know, like you get to a point you've, if you've got everything you want in the world, what is your purpose in life? Right. What? What then do you think? What can I do with myself? That's probably where a lot of people that are quite well off go into depression. Of course, because it's like what else? What? What can? What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. And know? a lot. Then a lot of them
0: find faith. Yes, because the, yeah. the answers for them then come down to faith and that's
1: where you learn gratitude is, I'm going to be honest with you mm. yes my faith that's where my gratitude comes from mm-hmm. is my faith mm-hmm. you know you know uh, yeah you know I'm a, a, a British Muslim Asian woman mm-hmm. you know and I think yeah that's what keeps you grounded if you are like You have those values, and those values do come from my religion, really. Of course,
0: and Ramadan has been a real faith enhancer and reboot for many people around the world. What a blessing it has been to remind us of the oh simplicity yeah. of gratitude humility connecting yeah. with those around us and uh... I really,
1: yeah and, and like i was saying now this this woman is absolutely fine she's able to support herself and her child now who's a toddler now
0: oh wonderful and doing
1: really well we're in the process of doing maintenance work on the house because right. it's been it was over the winter it wasn't great weather so there's you know we're maintaining it for them making sure they're in a really lovely environment mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's a two way thing, you know, for us to be able to help you, we need to kind of be able to, you know, Mm. get a bit of you were talking about this as well. What about people that trash your stuff? But you obviously you put things in place to make sure that doesn't happen. Of course, um, of course. You know, we and that's the other thing. We we um, talk to people, and make sure that they're like minded as well. So Mm -hmm. we can only really help people that that are willing, you know, to take that, you know. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) The
0: conversations have been a real roller coaster on today's show, but I'm sure you've enjoyed them as much as I have listening to the fantastic Khalida. Now, Khalida is an extraordinary woman who is using. Her experiences to reach out to women locally and nationally as part of women connecting women. Today we've learned that gratitude makes somebody can clearly make somebody beautiful internally and externally. And we we still have a a good couple of minutes left on the show, so if you'd Mm -hmm. like to. Catch the convers not catch the conversation, mm-hmm. but join in with the conversation. I'm asking you this morning, what is it that makes you beautiful? What key thing makes you beautiful? Mm-hmm. Um, the, t- the WhatsApp to send us a message is 07779481822. Mm-hmm. Now, 21st of June, Friday. Crescent Hall is when yes. a lot of beautiful women yes. who are internally beautiful are going to be coming together to showcase um, uh, their their energy, their passion, their commitment for community values at this very exciting event led uh, by Women Connecting Women. Um, Khalid, Khalida, let's get that right, <laughs> is the vice uh, chair of Women Connecting Women. And she's been talking to us about why this event is is important for the women across Luton to come it's a free event people free women's own women only get your glad drags on and your purses um, it's a free event but there's food um, a store so you can purchase there's things stores, on stores
1: there's food uh, there's a seminar mm-hmm. um, networking right um, entertainment Gosh. what more can you want I know and it's and all happening in Luton actually I, ladies I, I really want ladies to tell us what it is they want us to provide mm. them actually good point. because we're going to be holding seminars like this every month Fantastic. so literally uh, the us the, the, collective of women we literally get together we have meetings and we think right what we're going to do for right. our community next what okay. we're doing next month what we're going to do the month after and there will be we're going to have a grand launch in uh, in the winter time okay our official launch, as it were. Mm-hmm. But we're doing a few soft, we had our soft launch, but we're doing a few events leading up to that right. so that people can get a taste of what it is that we're doing for them, what we want to achieve. And we really want food, feedback from the community to tell us what they would like from us. What's missing? Where, what, what is the gap there that you want filled that you, you know, you want to go to, a, if you want to go to an event, what is it that you're looking for mm. in that event? You tell us. And what's and we'll cater it it's yeah.
0: local. Yeah. Normally great events happen like in London, but mm. you're actually doing something locally. But you but the doors are not only open for local, but also national folk. They a- want to attend.
1: Everyone, anyone can a- a- attend. And any faith, any culture. Any f- yes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's open to all women. Okay, you know, fantastic. You want to bring everyone together. Wow! You wow! Um, yeah. In your own words, Khalida, tell us
0: why listeners should attend this event,
1: um, why should people go to this event? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a fun, f- fun-filled event. Um, you get to meet more people. Get to maybe if there's things that you want to learn about, come meet people. Mm-hmm. You know. It's open day, if you want to get out of the house, come. Yeah. There's a lot of women, Bring your daughters. Actually. I think bring, it'd be... Yes. Bring your daughters. On, have a night out.
0: And Eventbrite, very yeah. important, because Brothers. you don't want to exceed
1: yeah. the number yeah. of we, attendees. We, we have 150 seats. Okay. Obviously, if it looks like it's going to exceed that, then obviously we, we'll try our best to open up more seats for you. Fantastic. But please, you know, do book through Eventbrite, huh. and that way we know we can click cater to and everyone. And your Facebook page? Um, women connecting women mm-hmm. on Facebook and at WCW Luton on uh, Instagram, and all the information. We have a little brief synopsis of what we're going to cover on the event. So please go onto our page, and you'll find all the information there.
0: Fantastic! Yeah. Sounds super so, super exciting. Yeah. Um, we are now heading to the end of the show. So thank you so very much, Khalida, for joining me on the oh, show. No, you're
1: welcome. Um, thank it's you been so a-
0: much for having me. No, you're very welcome. It's been it's an a- absolute pleasure. Now you can catch the conversation. Back on the Facebook Live page that we have on um, Inspire FM Facebook, we're going to have a podcast that's going up. is eight PM, also the web as well. So, gosh, there's no way you cannot hear this conversation again, folks. Um, join me next week, where I'll be speaking to another fantastic panel of guests who are sharing their creative conversations with you and I. And I'm super looking forward to that. Now, from me and from the very fantastic Halida, assalamualaikum. Um,
1: Everyone.
0: And inshallah, um, don't forget to con- c- catch the repeat and do the survey for the Inspire FM. Either asalamualaikum. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We stream our daily broadcast on InspireFM.org.
1: You'll find all our daily updates on our social media at InspireFM Luton.